welcome to We'll Never Be Royals, the podcast where we talk about royal scandals. I'm LK and that's Rossi. Hey, mate. Hey, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Jinx. How's your shit? Couple of things going on for me this week. Finally got my word rhyming with Miley Cyrus vaccine. Proud of you. Yeah, because we're not allowed to say the word, otherwise dollar fine. Um, And also... I finally finished watching um, season six of Girls. And? Um, yeah, I feel like my 20s is officially over even though I'm 35. Like, Yeah, we both really did hang on, didn't we? Um, but I, I quite liked it. But it's been, you know, years since that aired, but I just never, I never wanted to watch it because I didn't want it to be over, but now it's over. Oh, oh that's so beautiful. I know. <sighs> What's your uh, opinion on Lena Dunham? Because I I know that everyone, we're meant to not like her, but I can't remember why. Oh, really? Are we meant to not like her? Yeah, I, I, can't, I honestly can't tell you why, except that, like, if you go on Twitter and type Lena Dunham, you'll see a lot of eye roll emoji. Um, I mean, I think she provokes some interesting conversation. Yeah, but, like, so did Jesus, so more power to her. Yeah, no, I like her. The internet can get stuffed. On a sadder note, it's been 24 years since Diana died. Yeah, I did. Um, actually, I think my sister posted something about that on Instagram and I was like, oh, we should probably take note of that. Given the Miley Cyrus, we need to limit the death talk. Yeah, that's that's a good point. It, I mean, it is a good opportunity to find a good picture of her and repost, though. That's true. Yeah, okay. But it's too late now we've missed it. It was on August yeah. 31st. Yeah, definitely missed it. Yeah. In other royal news, Wills and Kate are on vacay at Balmoral, so good for them. Oh, okay. And um, I don't know if you saw that uh, Camilla released her Victoria sponge recipe and it has Nutella in it. Wow, really? Yeah, I posted it on the Facebook. If I wasn't too lazy to cook, I would honestly give it a go. It looks delicious. Oh, I, I might do that because... I've got nothing to do this weekend and I've been saying I'm going to bake something for ages, so maybe this is a great opportunity, a bit of content also. I love that for you. Can you do like now, a can you do a whole thing, like film the whole segment? Yeah, I feel like now I regret saying that because I probably have to do it. <laughs> you absolutely have to do it and you have to have a special cooking show voice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, my kitchen is not in the slightest bit fancy, so. Just have one camera angle then. Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My final bit of royal news is that apparently the palace aides that reported Megan for bullying have rescinded their statements. But this is coming from The Sun who would, like, tell you that the sky is green if it sold them a few clicks, so I don't know. What were their statements? Statements were like, Megan bullied us on this day and this day and this day and this day. Now it's like, oh, we take it back. But I don't think it's true. Like, it's not like an official statement from uh, the palace or anything. It's just like the sun being like. Oh, what? We don't listen to the sun now? Oh, mate, the only people we listen to are town and country. Truly. I mean, I don't know what's going to fuel this podcast, but if you say so. Kate apparently gave Harry a million quid for Invictus Games. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you were saying Kate gave William a million bucks. I was like, why? Nah, Kate gave Harry a million uh, quid. That's nice. 
That's nice. Yeah. Um, and also Piers Morgan got off scot-free for his comments um, around the Oprah interview um, by the UK media regulator. He just, there's no um, repercussions for him being an absolute jerk on national well, TV as a male, a white male, <laughs> over 50, no repercussions for being a total dickhead anyway. In the game of rock, paper, scissors that is life, it's like money beats everything. Right, and he makes a lot of money for a lot of people. So you can be a dick because money. Well, I mean, he did make a lot of money for a lot of people, but not anymore. Um, anyway, that was a bit uh, depressing, Royal News. Yeah, wow. So sorry about that. Do that sponge, though. That'll be good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rossi's cooking show. Here we go. Uh, what else you got before we crack into the meat of this sandwich? <laughs> Um, okay, I've had a really great idea. Go on. Um, so I don't know if you want to disclose your location, but you are currently in LA. I am. Geographically, you're quite close to Harry and Meghan. So how do you feel about jumping on a bus and popping up to Montecito? Okay. I don't feel great about jumping on a bus because breakthrough COVID, but I feel great about hiring an extra fancy Uber. Like maybe a convertible and just going for a ride. I feel great about it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, mate, really check the Uber fee because it's a pretty long way, isn't it? Is it? Let me have a I look. I think so. And I don't know, but people always complain about LA traffic. <laughs> That's true. I'll go like at a really creepy time when there's no traffic. I'll go at like 5 a.m. or something. Oh, you should go, yeah, because I bet their house is all, like, lit up. Remember that time we Googled their address and we found it? Yes. That was wild. We, did we send them a, um, a baby? Oh, yeah, we did. We sent them a onesie. Yeah, well, that's a fucking great idea. And by the time we release this podcast, we will have done it. You will have made the sponge. I will have done some very non-predatory stalking. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, today we're going to cover the disappearance of Edward V. Okay. We're historical royals, remember? Yep, I remember. <laughs> I, lo- I know very little about this, but it sounds quite interesting and that there are, uh, you know, lots of potential conspiracy threads. The moral of this story is that being royal can be shit sometimes, just at the top. <laughs> wow. So did, did Megan learn this from the Edward V <laughs> school of being a shit royal? I mean, she should have because she would have known that it's just, it's no good. There's always so much argy-bargy. Yeah. Okay. So we're traveling back to the 1400s, which is a fucking long time ago, specifically to 1483. I know of two things that happened in 1483, according to Wikipedia. One, Pluto moved inside Neptune's orbit, apparently. Okay. Yep. That's great. Yep. Love that. Yep. yep. And the Sistine Chapel opened. Ah, okay. So, okay, that, that gives good context to the era. And, like, nothing else happened. And if you go to the Wikipedia article, it's like, oh, yeah, maybe this person was born, but we don't fucking know because it was the 1400s. Like, that kind of vibe. So this um this whole story is going to be real accurate. Yep, 100%. Uh, we got Eddie Fourth is king, right? He is married to this woman called Elizabeth. They have... Three kids, Edward, Richard, who is the Duke of York, and Elizabeth of York. 
See what they're doing there? They they had three kids. They named two of them after themselves. Love it. It's efficient and like also kind of like narcissistic. Is narcissistic the right word? Yeah, I think so. Which, I mean, mm. I think narcissism gets a bad rap. Sometimes it's helpful. <laughs> it does. When the son, Edward, is 12 and his brother, Richard, is nine, their dad, Edward IV, dies after getting a mystery illness. So it takes him like three weeks to die. Insert theory, what do you think the mystery illness is? Tuberculosis. Yeah, it's probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know. What, what year was a plague? It was probably the fucking plague. Who knows? Oh, last year was the plague, mate. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Still not over. Edward IV dies. Pretty quickly, everyone's pretty deaf. Edward IV's brother is a guy named Richard, the Duke of, fuck me, how do I say this? How do you say gl- Gloucester? Is it Gloucester? Yeah. Yeah, Gloucester. Oh, good for me. Um, Eddie Four's brother is Richard, the Duke of Gloucester. Before Eddie Four died, he made his brother, the Duke of Gloucester, the protector for his kid. Like you, kind of look after shit until Eddie Number Five can be king. Everyone's cool with it. So Eddie is Eddie Number Five is twelve, and his brother, who is also named Richard, is nine. I know. So there's brother Richard and there's uncle Richard. Okay, got it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Baby Richie and baby Ed, when their dad dies, travel to London. When they get there, they meet with Uncle Richard. Yep, okay. On this, yep, I'm, I'm following along. Yep. Uncle Richard goes a bit rogue. He may have been in grief or he may have just been a shit cunt. And he arrests all of baby Ed's posse. So like, all the bodyguards, all the sort of ladies in waiting. If you're hanging around Baby Ed, he's going to find some way to arrest you, which is not great. How old's Baby Ed at this time? 12. Baby Ed's 12, yeah. There's a lady in waiting? Oh, yeah, mate. He's going to be king. Like they're already making plans for him to be king. Like he's going to be crowned king when he's 12. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. And Uncle Richie is just there to oversee the process. But Uncle Richie's gone a bit rogue. And yep. so he arrests all the people. And this is on um, April April 29th. He does that. Wow. And they know the date. Yeah, they do know that though. And then on June 25th, he has them all beheaded. Richie of Gloucester loves it. I mean, 1400s, I suppose that's how you deal with things. So then Uncle Richie of Gloucester is like, hey, baby Ed, you hang out with me now. Like I'm meant to be looking after you. Let's be buddies. You come live with me. Everything will be great. Baby Ed's mother, Elizabeth Senior, not Elizabeth Junior, because remember there's Mother Elizabeth and Baby Elizabeth. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. <laughs> so Mama Elizabeth is like, I don't love this. I really don't love it. So I can't get Baby Ed from Uncle Richie, but I'm going to take my two remaining kids <laughs> baby Richie and baby Elizabeth and we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna go into hiding and seek sanctuary in Westminster Abbey okay good place to hide out I reckon yeah I mean not super discreet but probably had better walls than most back in the day and not so many dead kings in there yet so not heaps of ghosts Richie, Uncle Richie's like, hey, Ed, we got to postpone your coronation. Like, it's taking a lot of time. We, you know, it chewed up a lot of our timeline to behead all those people. Just give us a minute. Like, it's going to be fine. You and I are hanging out. We're chilling. Then Uncle Richie moves baby Ed to the Tower of London. He's like, great. This is where everyone lives before they get coronated. It's chill. It's purpose built. You're going to love it. 
You're just going to love it so much. A month later, uh, Uncle Richie convinces Mama Elizabeth to let baby Richie also move into the Tower of London because baby Richie was the Duke of York. He was like also important, not as important as baby Ed, but still pretty important. That's a shit title, isn't it? It's a shit title. Um, And if anything happened to baby Ed, I'll be baby Rich, Richie would be king. Like he's next in line. Got it. Yep, 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 yep. So then Uncle Richie of Gloucester's like, oh, shit, it's still taking ages to get your coronation postponed. I don't know what's going on over there at the paper office, but like shit ain't moving. And then the whole time Richie, Uncle Richie, is having these secret meetings with Parliament to get Parliament to stamp baby Ed and baby Richie as illegitimate. And his case for that is that he reckons that his brother, Big Ed, had a pre-approved marriage contract with this lady called Eleanor, right? So they were like, there was a contract that said they were going to get married. They never got married. He married Mama Elizabeth, obviously, and they had all these babies. But Uncle Richard was like, well, those babies are illegitimate because he should have married Eleanor. So that marriage wasn't real. Those babies aren't real. Wow. Okay, that's a good um, a good case to put forward. Yeah, look, it is. I mean, people were pretty dirty about it, but it worked. So they get stamped illegitimate. They're still hanging out in the Tower of London. Richie Gloucester gets to be crowned king. Amazing. This is in July. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not surprising that even in 1483, um, bureaucracy is slow. Uncle Richie gets named King and he becomes Richard III, who is the subject of Shakespeare's play and whose body we found in the car park in London in like 2003. Yeah, yeah, they found him in a car park. I don't have the details. I just remember when they found it. It was like, oh, really, he was in a car park. I mean, well, it wasn't a car park first. So it no, it wasn't a car park first. when he was put there. Yeah. So you got to remember that this is before Henry VIII, which means that everyone was still Catholic as shit. Yep. So. There's this monk that was visiting the Tower of London after Uncle Richie became king. And they only found this monk's notes in 1934 and he wrote them in 1483. So they were old by the time anyone found him. And they but look he- like, you know, your um, school homework project, like dunked in tea and <laughs> like burnt around yeah. the edges and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you really get the lighter on there and you dip it in lemon juice for a bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's what they look like. So his his accounts say that the boys were in the Tower of London in 1843. Um, When Uncle Richie became king, they were moved deeper inside the castle. A doctor came to see baby Ed every day and every day he sought remission for his sins because he knew he was going to die. So he just kept trying to confess to things because he thought that What has he done? He's a 12-year-old kid. I know. I know. Well, he was just born at the wrong time. That's what he did. The line is, um, like a victim prepared for the sacrifice, he sought remission of his sins by daily confession and penance because he believed that death was facing him. He was meant to be the king. He was meant to be the king. And then no one's ever seen them again and nobody totally knows what happened. So they did find two bodies in the Tower of London in 1674 
They were remodeling the Tower of London. They found a wooden box with two small skeletons in it under a staircase. And in like 2005, there was a petition on the British government's petition e-petition website where 100,000 people were asking that they test the DNA of those bones, but that petition was unsuccessful. So nobody really knows if it was them. But most people assume that Uncle Richie killed them um, because obviously he wanted to be king. Like it's actually pretty simple. Like he wanted to he wanted to be king, so he had to get rid of the other kings, which I mean Yeah, makes that makes sense. sense. Yep. Yeah. Um, a few other people think that Henry Tudor may have done it. So mm-hmm. so Uncle Richie was the last of the York do we call it a dynasty? I don't know. The York yeah. branch. Because he was killed in battle by Henry Tudor, who was Henry VII, the one before Henry VIII, who started the Tudor dynasty. And that's why Richard III's body was found in a car park because it used to be a battlefield for whatever the fuck war they were fighting. And when Henry killed Richard, he then got to be king and everyone became a Tudor. And that's how he got Henry VIII, Elizabeth I, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, I mean, that theory, I, I read that theory too, and that kind of makes sense because Henry Tudor would not have wanted baby Ed and baby Richard around because that would have been a bad look for him to have these yeah. other royals hanging around. So there's, you know, there's some weight to that theory as well. Yeah, because um, Henry, like, had this sort of bullshit, well, I mean, I'm not a, genetic expert but he also had like a dodgy claim to the throne he's like oh yeah those people were illegitimate and I'm the only legitimate but it was very weak and so he really claimed it by battle he's like god wants me to be king because he let me kill the other king yeah yeah so having legitimate heirs still there is like dicey when you're doing that yeah yeah um I also read that Henry Tudor announced the death of baby Ed and baby Richard a year after he took the throne so and then he was just like oh it was bloody yeah old mate Richard yeah so that also seems a bit convenient yeah I think everybody loved a bit of convenience at the hands of like small children monsters pretty bad like what happened Mm -hmm. to the Elizabeths I hope she stayed in Westminster oh she married Henry Tudor so she maybe married the man that maybe killed her brothers, chill, uh, and looks like she died in 1502 after having a baby, which uh, it's not what you want. <laughs> not what you want. Uh, okay, well, uh, well, that's was kind of nice for her. I mean, marrying Henry Tudor is kind of nice for her. That, I mean, she would have been like, you know, she would have had strike face. She would have been like, yes. I get to be the queen. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I reckon you'd have a bit of PTSD from the sanctuary at Westminster and you'd be like, maybe I just want the quiet life. Yeah, know? maybe, but also like it's a better position that she would ever have been in if her brother had have stayed alive. Like if he had to become king, she would have just been the sister of the king. That's true. Now she got to be the queen. She got to be married to the king. She got promoted. That's true. And this is before like – the kings were about beheading their wives. Yeah, but, yeah, it's soon to come. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so, look, people bang on about all the conspiracy theories, but like, Richie, Richie just killed him. The end. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Though there was a few people that came out and said that they were baby Richie, like later. They're like, yeah, I'm baby Richie. I escaped. It's like, mate, I don't know. Yeah, I can't wait to claim to be a royal. Um, how? Talk me through your strategy. I, I'm, I've not thought it through at all. Yeah. But like, well, look at Secret Son Simon. He had a good crack at it. That's true. But I feel like you're too much the genetic product of both your parents, having met both your parents. Oh, but, like, I could say that Wills and Kate had me at Nah, it doesn't work. Nah, doesn't work. You could maybe be, like, one of Andrew's. Oh, no, thank you. Well, sorry, but that's probably the best you're going to do. Oh, shit. <laughs> I would rather be Fergie's secret child. You would. I know. I'm not ginger, though. Yeah. It's, it's a big giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> You've got ginger in you, though. Maybe you are. Yeah, maybe I could do that. Yeah. Maybe I could be Fergie and Charles, like maybe Fergie and Charles had an affair and I am the product of that affair. You know what I like even better? <laughs> Feel the Greek and Fergie. <laughs> That's a fun wombo combo. That is fun. Yeah. And you but, can drink like the best of them. Yeah, but that is um there's no actual royal blood in those two. Well, I mean, I feel the Greek was Prince of Greece oh, or something, yeah. wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, um I know you haven't thought about this, but are we gonna play the page two? Oh game? fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should Google the best conspiracy theories. Uh, I have found a conspiracy theory that says Meghan Markle is a robot. Uh, okay. Uh, there's a clip from Britain's Got Talent where she remains motionless for a number of minutes, not even blinking. Who? Meghan. Why is she on Britain's Got Talent? I don't know. I think they do shit like that in England, don't they? Let Wait, me find that. That is absolute bullshit. As if Meghan Markle has ever gone on Britain's Got Talent. Got Talent, Megan. Maybe is it someone from Britain's Got Talent at the Royal Gala? Okay, I'm going to send you this article. Britain's Got Talent viewers forced to rerun their TVs after spotting Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's surprise appearance in the crowd. This is bullshit. I'm going to watch it. Oh, it, my. It's, no, not, it's them. not them. Oh, this is stupid. Everyone's stupid and I hate everything. Uh, they think they're so funny. No, there's a caption of one of the photos and it says the creepy masks were unnervingly realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Look, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. We're going to we're going to have new merch soon. Actually, I forgot to send you the new merch I've been um I I'm it's coming along, mate. It's going to be really good. Yeah. This is our big money maker. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> I loved your idea last week. It was, it's good. So yeah. look out for that, guys. It's coming. Yep. We're most active on Instagram and, and I would encourage everybody to engage with us on Instagram because I think it's where we're the most fun. We're also on Twitter. We're amping up ever so slowly. We both jump in there every now and then, do a retweet, do a bit of a lol. Um, 
we are on Facey, but it's a closed group and like sometimes it's hard to get traction in those. Um, you can shoot us an email at hello at lkmrossi.com. Our website is lkmrossi.com. You can buy our merch there and find information on our other podcasts, which you can stream on Spotify or iTunes. Hey, you got it all down. That was amazing. And goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you all of a sudden. Hey, mate. Hey, LK. Do you ever get so busy you forget where your pants are? Yeah, sometimes. Well, I have a solution for you. Please tell me. At lkandrossi.com, we have a fully stocked merch store that includes soft pants. Yeah, and we also have a blog and links to our Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and Spotify. Yeah, we're so good. We bloody are. See how good we are by visiting lkandrossi.com today.